2: Start hiring
3: professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today.
0: One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
1: Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt.
0: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care.
4: Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners.
1: Goldilocks Productions presents the Live from Little Bear Sanctuary Show with Christopher Vane. Enjoy topics such as the vegan lifestyle, sanctuary media highlights, and spotlighting new rescues.
3: Happy Friday, friends. Welcome to Live from Little Bear Sanctuary. I'm your host, Chris Bain. How's everybody doing today? Um, you know, I always tell you, if you're watching live on Facebook or YouTube, um, don't forget to sign in. Say hello. We'd love to chat with everybody. Good morning, Elizabeth. How are you today? <laughs> oh, thank you, sweetie. I appreciate it. Um we um who else is here Kim what's up Kim Good morning uh, again you know if, if you're watching live sign in hit that subscribe button if you are watching on YouTube and like the show really helps us out um, and you guys have been so amazing about subscribing on YouTube and doing all that great stuff that we now have a new uh I don't know what's it it's something new it's called it's called super chat. And it's a way you can donate to the show, to the Little Bear Sanctuary show, and the Goldilocks Channel. And what you can do is, I'm I, this is totally new to me. I, I'm not even sure how it works, but uh, I'm sure you guys will be able to see it. And this is for you people on YouTube only. Um, you can support our show. Um, it says uh, you can send a super chat, and there's different levels, like a five dollars, ten dollars, and it goes up from there. And what that'll do is it'll put your comments first and we can acknowledge you. Um, if you have any questions, if you just want to say hello, uh, it's a great way to donate to Little Bear Sanctuary. Um, it'll help with the animals directly. So um, we're we're excited about that. Again, I'm looking forward to seeing how it works. What is the Super Chat is available, yay. Okay, click on the dollar sign below the comment box. So yeah, if you'd like to donate, We're all, we we would love for you to do that. We, uh, it's, this is literally, I was telling Tiffany, my producer, this is the first time I've sat down in two days. We have had so many rescues the past 48 hours. (laughs) Uh, We had a little guy that we rescued from Lee County animal services. And um, he's cute as a button, um, little Hot belly pig eight months old we, we, we don't have a name yet so hmm that could maybe be a super chat thing maybe we'll give everybody a chance to name him hmm thought maybe next week <laughs> and uh, yeah he's really cute he's uh, he's with the with the new arrivals and then we had a, a big rescue this morning that um, we'll tell you guys about next year um, top secret. <laughs> um, what else can I tell you? <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm tired guys. <laughs> uh, if you have any questions, you guys know how to reach me. It's info at littlebearsanctuary.org. And all right. Um, send questions. Say hello here. Uh Kim says, I don't know. Does that mean, did Kim $1.99 super sticker? I don't know what that means. Oh, thank you, Kim. There we go, Kim. Thank you, Kim. There's our super chat. And there's a, uh, I guess that's a super sticker. So she comes, see how she comes on the screen right here. Thank you, Kim. So that looks like fun. (laughs) Yay. All right. So... If you missed any episodes, you know we're on demand uh, on YouTube, of course, Periscope and uh, the Goldilocks Network, Facebook. Uh, All right. Happy Hanukkah to my Jewish friends. Uh, That started last night. Um, I wanted to, before I bring on my first guest, uh, we have a busy show. We have two guests today. Uh, David from David's Kitchen, LA. He's going to be... Doing some cookies for us today I know you guys love him He's going to be on a little later <clears throat> Our 2021 calendar is coming out soon uh, Kim, how's that calendar going? <laughs> Kim is our uh, She's our uh, Director of uh, Communications, as you guys know And she's been doing a fantastic job um, She's watching us today uh, Good morning, Wilma How are you, sweetie? Um <clears throat> All right, I'm just going to take a minute to take a deep breath. My new my new backdrop, but I can see here on widescreen, you can see the whole, You can see that. I'm going to do this. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Today's t-shirt from FTLA Apparel. My body is a temple, not a tomb. FTLA Apparel. I got to sit up straight. Um, made famous by Leonardo da Vinci. All right. My first guest is no stranger to podcasts. She is the co owner of LA plant based Mexican restaurant, Sugar Taco, uh, co host of uh, Shenanigans Pop Culture Podcast with her friend and Bravo TV star, Sheena Shea. I hope I'm saying it right. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome to the studio, Jamie Lynn.
4: Hi. Thank you for having me. Thanks as as for nice coming on, Jamie. It's actually meet you. Yes,
3: finally, right? How's it going?
4: I love your shirt.
3: Thank you. Thanks. I kind of want one. Ah, <laughs> well, I'm wearing one you sent me. What's that now?
4: It's, let me see if you can see it.
3: Free oh, Free Lolita, yes. Oh my God, Down absolutely. Down in Florida, where you are. Yes, very sad.
4: Can you hear me okay? Because your volume I can. is super low.
3: Can you hear me okay?
4: You're really, really low.
3: All right, I can let barely me.
4: hear you. I can, I can work with it, but I'm just wondering if you could hear me okay.
3: Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Let me, okay. uh... Let me turn myself up here. It's a new microphone. How's that? Any better? Mm -mm. Better? Oh gosh, really? Wow. Let me do this. It's okay, we
4: we can work with it. I could hear you. It's just really, really low. Now I don't hear anything. (laughs) Well, you went and made it worse, Chris. can't hear you at all now. Nothing. Now you're muted, basically. It looks like you've muted yourself. How about now? I can hear you now. Better? No, it's still low, but it's fine.
3: fine. Okay. All right.
4: I'll just listen really, really (laughs) intently.
3: That's so crazy. Wow. All right. Let me do this for you guys. I'll, I'll move closer to the mic. How's that? Perfect. All right. So welcome welcome again. Thanks for Thank having me. Thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Tell everybody about Sugar Taco.
4: Oh, my gosh. So exciting. We're in the process of opening our second location right now in the yep. midst of a pandemic. Go figure.
2: Right. <laughs> <Yikes. laughs>
4: but um, you know, it's a plant-based Mexican restaurant in L.A. on Melrose. And it opened a little over a year ago, founded by Jade Nicole. She, you might know her, probably not you, but maybe some people might know her from MTV's The Hills. Um, She's also Playmate of the Year several years back. Um, And just a very passionate animal rights advocate. And her story is really interesting. You should get her on here, too. I would Um, love to. Yeah, but I mean, long story short, she was working for a restaurant group and she just felt really um, hypocritical promoting chicken burritos, you know, and and the type of food that they were serving being a vegan herself. So she decided that. um, And in addition to that, she was having her own struggles being the only woman in that restaurant group and being taken seriously. And she just had this idea that she wanted to break out on her own, open up her own restaurant. She called her best friend, Brittany, and said, hey, do you want to do this with me? They said yes a little over a year ago. They they opened it, but I know she spent a lot of time gathering investors. You know, she could have funded it herself. She had other people who said, Next time you want to like do anything on your own, I will back you. Um, but then she kind she was going to move forward with that. And then she just had this idea: like, no, I, I want to work with females. I want to empower women to be business owners because with her experience. When she, when the people in her restaurant group approached her, it was to ask her if her boyfriend wanted to invest and not her. And she was like, nice. what about me? Are you not asking me just because I'm a female? Yeah. Um, and she ended up being one of the largest investors in that group. So mm-hmm. through her experience with that, she said, you know what? I want to kind of pave the way for other women to do this as well. So she made it a point to only get women investors. I think they have one male investor who's a good friend of hers, but the rest are all female. And there's probably around like 10 to 12 of us. Oh. I did not, I didn't know her back then. So I didn't invert invest in the first one, but the story with the second location is I kind of chalk it up to like fate or good timing or divine intervention, whatever you want to call it. But I had been following them, you know, living in LA, I'm aware of all of like the great vegan restaurants that we have here. And I was just scrolling through Instagram one day and I saw one of their posts and their food looked delicious. And I knew it was female owned and, I just I DM'd her and I was like, "Hey, I don't know what came over me either. It was just almost like I was just listening to my intuition, but I was like, "Hey, if you're ever going to open another location or if you're ever going to open up the first sugar taco to other investors, please let me know. I love your mission. I would love to be involved with what you're do- what you're doing." And within 5 minutes I got a response and she was like, "This is perfect timing. We're in our final phase of gathering investors for our second location Uh, and i had no idea they were even opening a second location so i was just like oh my gosh like we got on a phone call and we have some mutual friends because normally you know she won't um work with people who she doesn't know so fortunately sheena my host of of shenanigans she knew another investor and vouched for me and i was able to get on board and it's We've been doing everything down from like I did. The, I did the lease for them um, in the new location. You know, brokered that, and then because I'm a real estate license as well. Oh, cool! And then you know, Jade and the girls—they're in there. Last time I was there, T- this Tina, who's another investor, she was painting vases, and another girl was knocking wow. down the wall. Like we're—they're yeah. you know, doing all the work themselves, which is amazing. I love that. So it's really exciting.
3: Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. Yeah, I follow. I follow all you girls on on instagram of course so uh i i love i love the whole story um where's the second one opening
4: sherman oaks which is the valley okay the valley in la of course right (laughs) up into our boulevard yeah and um it's gonna have a a nice big patio in front and then we've knocked out the windows in the front so we can kind of make like the accordion glass to fully open so that the indoor space can kind of become outdoor space you know with all these uncertain times. We don't know what's going to be allowed for dining or what's considered indoor, outdoor, but we're hoping with, you know, installing these types of windows, we can seat more people. Yeah.
3: That's a great idea. Great idea. Yeah. Crazy times, right?
4: Absolutely. Wow. What's, yeah. what's interesting, you know, a lot of people are saying like, you're crazy to, you know, open a restaurant in this time. Like we can't even be open right now, but I just, When I invested with her, I said, I don't even care if I get my money back, which is like so dumb to say, right? But I'm just like, I believe in this mission so much that I will consider this a donation to animal rights if I don't get my money back. I believe so strongly in in Jade and what she's doing and the mission. And, um, you know, on top of it, I did do a little due diligence and, you know, the location from the year before to this year, during the pandemic, they did better than they did the prior year when they first opened. So wow. to me, that's like, wow, that's amazing growth and a very hard time. I think a lot of people, I think this pandemic has turned people on more to healthy vegan eating. Yeah, and sure. It's just, they're, they're crazy busy all the time, even with just delivery pickup and takeout.
3: That's incredible. I love yeah. Mexican food. I always cook vegan Mexican at home. So, um, I hope one day I'll make it out there to uh, check it out. <laughs>
4: yeah, I hope you do too. Well yeah. you to, to a whole, what's it called when you order like everything on the menu? It's it's like a mukbang or
3: something Muk like bang. that. Yes. Yeah, oh my goodness, I would love it. that. <laughs> we could do a little segment or something. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that would be fun. Fun. Awesome. Wow. So um why sugar taco? Where'd the name come from?
4: Um, that's a really good question. And when I get Jade on here, she's going to answer that for you.
3: Oh, okay. All right. I'll leave that one for her. (laughs) Cool. Um, I know, um, you started a plant-based food relief program in response to COVID-19.
4: Yeah, I did. Um, the, the way that that came about was just, you know, one day I was sitting at home in quarantine, just wondering what can I do? I need to do more. Um, and I called up Jade and I was like, hey, if I donate, you know, a certain amount um, of funds, can, can I order some like burritos from Sugar Taco? Because, you know, I don't, want, I don't want them to have to donate all of it. So I wanted to contribute my own funds as well. So I said, if I, cont- if I contribute this, are you guys able to make this amount of burritos? Because I would love to like do like a relief. Uh, and at, at first it was just like a one-time thing. I was like, I just want to make a food, food donation. And she was just like, I love that idea. I'm going to match how much you're putting in. So the restaurant will also match it. And she's like, and also let's just do this on a regular basis. Let's try to do it every single week. And so, um, you know, with her motivation, I started a GoFundMe and all the girls have been promoting it. And every week, you know, we've, we've been able to deliver meals and we've worked with a lot of like group homes and shelters and, um. One shelter that I've been delivering to you most recently is for domestic violence um, survivors. So it's uh, oh. women and then their children, and they right. house them there. So yeah. that's really special um, for me yeah. to be able to give back to them.
3: Yeah, that's awesome. That's really great. I know, I, I think I read, uh, um, I think we have all the links to your GoFundMe up. Um, every time you reach 250, you do a yeah. Two hundred and
4: fifty wow. is enough to make um, a full delivery to a shelter or a group home or any sort of organiza- charity organization that we drop off to. Yeah. So fortunately, we've been getting that every week, and even even some wow. people just I don't I don't even know who they are just anonymously will donate just two hundred fifty dollars. And I'm like that's yeah. our week's donation. Amazing, wow. you know. That's
3: incredible. Yeah. That's That's great. I love GoFundMe. They're a great uh, donation platform. Um, they They do a lot for nonprofits. We work with them directly. Um, so it's they they truly I, I really feel they're they're much better than a lot of those schlocky fundraising sites that are out there. Um,
4: yeah, that's good to hear because this is my first experience you know raising funds for anything. so
3: yeah they're they're a great platform. They really are. I know all the yeah. girls there. I did the I actually was the hero of the month for August for the sanctuary with GoFundMe. So it was a great experience. They're, they're great. Mostly, I think it's all women there too. Okay. I, I, yeah, Interesting. Which is really nice. Um, speaking of domestic violence, you, one of your passions is Purina's Purple Leash Project. Say that three times real quick. Yeah.
4: Proud. Yeah, I, I got introduced to them because I, I didn't know this and, and it's not, I don't think it's widely available information, but a lot of the shelters that do take in um, domestic violence victims they can't accept pets yeah. so something like 70% of these victims decide to stay in the abusive situation because they're scared of what's going to happen to their dog or their cat you yeah. know and you know their abuser has even said you know use that as a form of control like if yeah. you leave i will hurt you know this animal yeah. so yeah. they decide to stay and that just that really scared me and so what the Purina um, Purple Leash Project does is they go into all of these shelters and adapt them to be able to take in pets as well and then they have a site um, on their site they have a list of shelters that are animal friendly and they're just trying to grow that more and more.
3: So are they they directly involved in opening shelters or they kind of like work? They're not opening
4: shelters which I think would be a great idea or a great (laughs) next step yeah Um, but what they're yeah, what they're doing now is just going into existing shelters and adapting them, whether they need to add like a grass area for yeah. dogs to relieve themselves uh, or bring in all the pet beds or whatever whatever is needed, they're supplying it.
3: That's awesome. Yeah, I was reading that one in three women and one in four men experience domestic abuse in their lifetime. That's crazy.
4: Isn't that? Yeah.
3: numbers are staggering. And 48% of all victims delay leaving because they don't want to leave their pet that's really sad. It really
4: is. Yeah. So yeah. I just, I, I think it's something that's not talked about enough. And when, think, yeah. you know, when you read off these numbers, it is, it's shocking. Yeah. I know? Was, And I not I many it. people out there who have experienced this, there's so many people that can even relate, um, but nobody talks about it, you yeah. know, and, and, I'm sure it's an issue that can be balanced because yes, like a lot of people find that to be a private situation that shouldn't be talked about, but I'm kind of on the side where, um, and in fact, I wrote a post about this the other day where it's like, if you don't talk about it, the only people that that helps are the abusers.
3: Yeah. Well said. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe the the st- the statistics when I read them. That's, and I think even more now I read, People in because of COVID, people are staying home. The 30% of people, 30% more people are ending up, uh, you know, more domestic violence. It's going unreported, especially kids. Uh, also, in, they're not being seen in school. So then nobody's catching the bruise marks or, you know, the yeah, signs. Yeah, really scary. Yeah. Um, you have a petition for restaurants uh, to uh, add what? 25% of their menu should be vegan.
4: Yes. What's that that number is totally arbitrary. Okay. It was just to get a conversation going, you know, um, I just want more. I just want more vegan options out there. And I just want restaurants to know that we're growing market, you know, 6% of the U S is now vegan. Can you believe that? It used to be under 1% just a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah. So and in the UK, it's even higher. You know, yeah, I would but, report that oh, by man. the end of like 2021, 25% of the UK is going to be plant based. Yeah. So it's just this amazing booming market. And even just from a business standpoint, I have been approaching restaurants and letting them know, like, fine, you don't have to be 100% vegan, but just add some more options. And it it kind of was born out of me going to restaurants with friends who are not vegans so we're not going to a vegan restaurant and just even they'll have like an impossible burger on the menu but it comes with cheese and it Uh, comes with a brioche bun that has butter in it and i'm still finding myself having to make these modifications and be that annoying vegan customer (laughs) and every time i've done that now i asked i'm i'm karen i asked to speak to the manager (laughs) and this is part of my you know activism though and i'm just like yeah hey, and i explained to them i'm like hey like i'm a vegan and this is how i had to modify your one vegetarian option on the menu it would yeah. be great if i didn't have to do that and mm-hmm. if if i'm feeling this way and telling you think of all your other customers who aren't telling you you know and right. we don't we don't want to be singled out we don't we're already you know we already face it enough you know in our friend groups and our families whatever it may be we just yeah. want to go out to eat We don't want to have to sit there and talk with the waiter or with the server and just completely, I I just did it last night. Like every time (laughs) last night, I went to a a Mexican restaurant that was still open in Orange County. It was all outdoors. And um, I ordered their one vegetarian taco option, which was mushroom tacos, but they put sour cream and cheese on it. So I had to sub guacamole for the sour cream, leave off the cheese and Uh, cross my fingers and hope that they get it right. And it's uh, just like, we don't want to do that anymore. Yeah.
3: Yeah, It's funny you say that we have a Mexican restaurant in town. um, And it's always the cheese, you know, that's, uh, and, uh, my, my first date with my husband many years ago, uh, I ordered the, uh, Black bean burritos, and I would always say no cheese. And they always get it wrong. They come with the cheese. And the
4: worst is when you order, like, I don't know if you guys have Postmates in Florida, but any sort of food delivery service, that's the worst because it's like you Uh. can't even get it fixed. So then you're just,
2: you don't eat. Yeah, you don't eat.
4: I've actually, I've written to Postmates and I noticed that they've implemented something. Do you have Postmates in Florida?
3: I've never heard of Postmates.
4: Okay. It's similar, like, if you know of, like, Grubhub.
3: Yeah, we have, or, have it's, some sort of, it's yeah. a
4: meal delivery service. Right. So
3: okay.
4: they got my food wrong so many times, like whether I'm ordering like a vegan pizza, they put regular cheese on it or impossible meat. They'll put real meat on it. So many um, times get it wrong. Nice. And like, they just act like it's no big deal. And I'm like, if I ate that, that would be devastating to me. And not only that, even if I'm not eating it, the fact that that cheese or that meat was wasted and used, yeah, I just paid for fair. something that I don't support. And I wrote a long email to Postmates explaining all of that and and how we feel ethically about this and how if you're going to be in the food business in some way, you have to understand everybody. You know, a lot of times I find myself having to say I'm allergic just so they take it seriously, but I don't want to do that anymore, you know. And so I said, you need to make a section or you need to do something to specify that the person ordering is vegan. Just so there's extra checks in place to make sure that it's right. So most recently, I noticed now they have a vegan section. Like, hey, plant based, check out these restaurants.
3: Oh, very cool. Very cool. Good for you. Good for you. Change is coming. Oh my God, tell me about it. Um, And it's worse here in Florida. You can't even imagine.
4: (laughs) I'm sure. Anytime I go, I would go to Florida often um, because I'm from the East Coast. I'm from New Jersey originally, and Um, Florida was our escape. You know. Yeah. You know, we would go there in the winters and I have, I still have a lot of family in Florida. So I always loved going down there. But back then when I was a child, I was vegetarian. I wasn't vegan, but uh, it was so hard. Just anywhere yeah. down south, it's so hard. Even the drive down,
2: like,
3: you know, <laughs> yeah. all the fast oh food plate, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. No, I'm from New York City, so I totally get it. Yeah. Uh, well, if we, when you're here, come visit. You got to come see the animals.
4: Oh my gosh, I would love to. Yeah, the definitely. moment that I can feel comfortable getting on a plane, I
3: am yeah. there. Yeah, and yeah, you know we have really cool. Cool. And uh, so, so
4: you host people there, you have these yeah. glamperers, right? Yeah, we have a glamper. We
3: do. A little bit. Oh, that's amazing. It's a. Um, I'm also a realtor, not anymore, but you know, Florida realtor. And a, a good friend of mine from Miami, who's a realtor, um, purchased an old, purchased an old um, Aerostream. You know, the big silver. Yeah. and she completely redid it and it's parked here on our pond and it's it's set up for guests it's an airbnb Sign me up yeah come on down come on down we'd love to have you we'd love to have so you so
4: how all right so how many animals do you currently have
3: oh my god we today brings us to 157 wow yeah, we Kudos took a lot long- to
4: you. Like, thank right. you so much for doing yeah. that for the animals. Okay. That's just so special.
3: Thank you. Appreciate that warms it. Warms my heart. Uh, yeah, we. Um, I'm blessed to be able to do what I do. Um, well, it was well thought out. Where we have, you know, I tell everybody we have amazing supporters, um, and we're just, yeah, I get to do this every day, so it's pretty amazing. Yeah.
4: That's you know that's my dream. Eventually, yeah, yeah. one day, yeah. I w- I would love to be able to do that too. Yeah,
3: yeah. But
4: in California, Definitely. it's not happening. California,
3: it's not really. Yeah, I was gonna say probably expensive too. <laughs>
4: yeah, it w- it would be probably be way too expensive to do here. At least like towards the coast where I am. Um, yeah. Maybe out, you know, east a little bit. It's it's a possibility, but it's in the cards.
3: Okay, cool. Well, if you need any help, I'm I'm I have plenty of resources.
4: I I will take you up. Talk about
3: your journey to veganism. How, where, what, how, what, when, when, why veganism? How did it happen?
4: Well, I, I had been vegetarian since a very, very young age. I was the only one in my family. um, And it's a a funny story. And again, a story that I kind of like say, like, was this some sort of like fate? How did, how did all of these things align? But um, I was a child and I was watching the movie Charlotte's Web. Okay. And we all know Wilbur.
2: Yeah, yeah Wilbur. <laughs> so um, my
4: dad happened to be cooking ham that night. Wow. And it clicked. And I said, that's Wilbur. I don't want to eat Wilbur. I don't want a pig killed for me. Yeah. And my dad just kind of sarcastically, jokingly said, well, then become a vegetarian. Mm. And I was like, what's that? And he goes, it means you don't eat meat. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do that. And I uh-huh. was
2: like, you
4: can't do that. I'm like, yes, I can. And from that moment on, I stopped eating meat. But, you know, wow. that was so uncommon. Where in New Jersey, oh, yeah. you know, I'm from oh, a, my God. an Italian family. Oh.
2: oh, God. Yeah.
4: You know, and, you know, although my dad prompted by being sarcastic and thinking I couldn't do it, I have to say I couldn't have done it without him. Um, one, for him even telling me what it was. But two he every night he would he was the cook in the family my mom's irish we don't let her cook (laughs) we'll let her bake but she can't cook (laughs) so every night um you know my dad was the cook and he would make a separate meal for me in my entire childhood growing up so if i did not have that support which I know so many people probably don't get that from their families, but if I didn't have that, there was no way at that age, I'd be able to make my own meals every night. And I would just succumb to having to eat what everyone else ate at the table, you know? Yeah. So anyway, so this vegetarian thing went on for many, many years. And then uh, once I just got more into animal rights and activism, and I really, I knew what was happening in dairy, but I didn't research it to the extent that I should have. Probably I was more comfortable being ignorant and just thinking I was doing enough as a vegetarian. And then when I really saw what was happening, I said, I'm a hypocrite. Like, I if I stand against animal abuse, dairy is probably one of the worst, you know, and just – figuring out what went on and just knowing I didn't want to contribute that to anymore. So that was about 3 years ago that. And I had been I had dabbled in veganism prior to that and like for, you know, a year here or there and I would always go back to the cheese, you know, but yeah. It's sticking this time.
3: Good, good. It's uh it's changed <laughs> a lot. It's a lot easier now. Absolutely. Yeah.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What a back great
3: down, by the way. nothing like
4: one sad little veggie burger
3: and
0: was,
4: <laughs> yeah or or french fries was our only option yep. like right it's definitely changing there's a lot of
0: confusion and rumors out there about marijuana let's clear that up with some science
4: fact our brains are still developing until age 25 and using marijuana before then can actually cause changes in our memory that's because thc the active chemical in weed attaches to receptors in the hippocampus the part of your brain that creates memories and memory problems can affect every part of your life So whether you vape, smoke, or use edibles, it can
0: affect your brain all the same. Learn more marijuana science at unfazedva.com.
2: Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details.
3: And I love to see it. Yeah, yeah. What a great dad, by the way. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. What's your favorite podcast
4: Have you ever listened to um, the School of Greatness by Lewis Howes
3: no I haven't
4: okay I have to tell you he any podcast of his that I listen to my life has changed for the better Wow you know and he has over a thousand podcasts out so I obviously haven't heard every single one I'll pick I'll go through the guests and I'll, I'll see like what speaks to me like he had Jay Shetty on who wrote the book think like a Monk. That was okay. an amazing interview. Wow. Um, he had Rebecca. I listened to this years ago. I can't think of her last name. I think it's Noose, something with an N, um, but she was the founder of WeWork, her and her husband. And then she went on to talk about um, an educational program that they're in process calling We Learn. And it was just fascinating. I'm like, this right. is so smart. But anyway, so every, every guest that he has on just teaches me something and I recommend this podcast to anybody just he has so many just go through it see which ones speak to you give it a listen it's it truly is a school of greatness and um, someone within within Action Park Media which is our podcast company for shenanigans um, someone had interviewed Lewis so he came to our studio because he's local he's in LA as well and I said I spoke to like the the girl who um our producer I was like can you please get us Lewis (laughs) <laughs> our podcast. And Sheena yeah. wasn't, hasn't really been familiar with him because I listen to more of like the entrepreneurial spiritual podcasts. She is more like the pop culture side of it, yeah. you know? And so that's what she brings to the. And it is a pop, what we do is pop culture. So I'll throw in my little things here and there, but not overkill, <laughs> but I'm, I'm more in that realm. So yeah. she wasn't familiar with him. And I said, you, you've got to listen to him I'm. am going to send you a couple of the best, my favorite episodes, and then we're going to have oh. him on as a guest. So, oh wow! I am so excited to hopefully have him on and just tell him okay. how he's helped me and changed my life for the better.
3: Yeah, wow! I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, tell me something nobody knows.
4: Something nobody knows. <laughs> I'm. Oh, I've been on. I I podcast. I'm an open book. Um,
3: okay, oh, so am I actually? So I get it
4: there is a show in the works about the restaurant and the women who own it.
3: Awesome. That would be amazing. Actually. I would love to see that.
4: I can't wait. I think, yeah. I mean, what, what a great way it's going to, it's mainstream yeah. and it's about veganism. Yeah. And women in business. How, how much better could that be?
3: It couldn't be any better. <laughs> it couldn't be. Fantastic. Um, final thoughts. Anything we didn't talk about that you wanted to cover?
4: I don't think so.
3: Okay. Well, it was great meeting you for a short period of time. Likewise. I I can't wait till we meet in person. I know we're going to meet in person one day. Yes. And uh, thank you again for being here. And I'm going to reach out to to your friend to tell us about Sugar Taco. Absolutely.
4: I'm going to tell her to definitely connect with you and, and you cool. need to get her on here. She's got some amazing stories as well. So I'd love to, to love to see that.
3: Thank you again for being here, sweetie. It was great to meet you.
4: Thank you. I'll and see you and thank you, for, media. All you for the animals.
3: Oh, thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. Okay. Bye. Bye. Have a good day. All right. Who's in the studio? Hi, Pam. How are you? Uh, Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer. Kim says, "Yay, yay! Isn't that great, Kim? Fun show today. Um, all right, I'm going through my notes. You know, we guys have another guest, one of your favorite people. Um, yeah, let's see, one of yeah, we go. Sorry guys, I'm I'm getting my comments all together here. I don't want to miss anybody. Rosemary, good morning, good afternoon. All right, I think I got everybody. Uh Pam, hey Pam. I don't know when Pam's show is. How's Daisy doing? Daisy is doing really well. Daisy is our piggy that um had some babies. <laughs> I don't think you guys have sh- have seen the videos yet, or maybe you did. I can't remember. Um, Pam show is Tuesdays at one p.m. Pam Silver Eagle, Tuesdays one p.m. on the Goldilocks Network. All right, um, there we go. <laughs> I'm so glad I have Tiffany in the studio because otherwise I'd be lost. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I, if you guys are listening, Purple Leash Project, wow, fantastic, and I love. I love that Jamie is um, using her restaurant to help people in need. That's just, there's nothing better than that. I love people, entrepreneurs who give back to the community. Um, yeah. And if, if you guys want to donate to her GoFundMe, um, I, there's links uh, in the bio, in her bio, and um, Thanks, Tiffany. (laughs) Tiffany says, come visit our Patreon. Join the Little Bear Sanctuary Patreon. We do have a Patreon now. It's uh, a couple different levels of uh, of, uh, uh, sponsorship from $5 and up. So it's a great way to sponsor us monthly, and you'll have access to behind-the-scenes footage. If you were a Patreon, you had already met, our little rescue from yesterday, because I know he's up on there. And uh, I think there's, you know, we have some baby ducks that uh, hatched recently, uh, unbeknownst to us, from uh, a little wild, one of our wild ducklings here, um, wild ducks. She she hatched some babies. They're really cute. We, we didn't find her nest, so we got a couple little babies running around, and I think we're getting them up today. Um, all right. Is David ready? Is David ready to do his cooking? I think David is ready to do his cookies. Um, ah, here we go. Hey, David. How are you? Hello. I give you the spatula salute. How are you
2: doing? How's it going? Awesome. Boy, it was really great to listen to Jamie Lynn, and I'm so excited because that second location she's opening in Sherman Oaks is basically in my backyard. So oh, cool. I'll definitely have to give it a try. I'll have to talk to her. Who knows? Maybe, you know, David's kitchen LA could make a signature sugar cookie for sure. Hey. And good,
3: good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I also loved
2: all of her, you know, giving back to the community and actually, live on this show. I will commit to, making some desserts for them as they are doing their food deliveries. I'll um, connect with Jamie Lynn and, you know, make some desserts that they can bring along with. Thanks.
3: Thank you very much. That's amazing. Awesome. Wow. I love that. Thanks, David. I think, you know, everybody
2: is really struggling right now. We're very fortunate and I think it's even more important to give back where you can. I also thought it was very interesting listening to Jamie talk about the experiences that she has when she goes to a vegan restaurant or she goes to a restaurant and they don't have vegan options. And she's like, you know, we had to put up with that with our family and friends. And that's a big part of how I started my vegan journey. You know, we talked about this the first time I came on the show. And, you know, a big part of what I love to do and express my love for my friends and family is to cook for them. And as we had vegan friends and family members come into the family, I also wanted to make sure that they felt included and that I was making something for them that they would be able to enjoy.
3: So thank you, Super Space Cookie, for the donation. (laughs) So,
2: you know, then this brings me to today. So Christmas and holiday cookies are something that I absolutely love to do. I have to wonderful memories of my mom making cookies, and I was thinking about this this morning. She always used to make the cookies at night, and it was a family affair. Family yeah, yeah, my dad used to help, my brothers and sisters. You know, and we all had little different jobs to do, and it was fun. And just you know, as a lot of folks aren't going to be able to be with their families this year, to think of the fond memories that you have is even more important than ever this year. So. Um, I, do you like my new uh, Christmas lighting? I have like red and not? green you know, background. I, I have these lights, and I figured, well, I finally found a use for them. <laughs> <It's> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so today's uh, cookie that I'm going to make is a vegan chocolate amaretti cookie. Now, some of you might recognize an amaretti cookie from Italian stores that come in, like, this orange tin And they're individually wrapped cookies that are really I remember
3: those. Yes. I love those. So this
2: is a version of that that is, first of all, vegan. It is uh, chocolate and almond, which you can't go wrong with that. But when you cook these, the texture is absolutely amazing. It's kind of crispy on the outside, but really chewy and soft on the inside. And I I love them. I could eat the whole tray. (laughs) But- the best part is, is that they're really easy. So even if you're not a baker, you could make these cookies for the holidays. And um, I'm just going to show you how easy it is to whip it together. Okay. So Are these gluten free? These, these are gluten free. Yes. Yes. Oh. Because we're going to use two cups of almond flour. Now, this is different than almond meal. The almond flour is actually ground even finer to a flour. So you have two cups of almond flour. You have three quarters of a cup of castor sugar. Now, castor sugar is just granulated sugar that's ground even finer, and you want a very thin sugar, which will eliminate having any crunch or granules when you're actually eating the cookie. It'll absorb into the batter a little bit better. So three quarters cups of that. We have one teaspoon of baking powder and three quarters of a cup of cocoa powder. And last but not least, a pinch of salt. I'm just gonna go ahead and take my spoon and mix these dry ingredients around just a little bit, and it gets all nicely incorporated. Don't worry if you have some lumps here or there, they'll all come out. Now, for the liquid, we have two vegan eggs, and that is one tablespoon, actually, in here. We have two tablespoons of ground flax seeds and six tablespoons of water. We're going to go ahead and put that in. And then to give it an extra little almond punch, which
3: I can't get enough almond flavoring, is a teaspoon of almond extra. Cool. Pam wants now, to know. I mean, can you use maple syrup instead of the sugar? Somebody's asked. Pam wants to know. Probably
2: not, because you're going to need the sugar to create the um, it, that's that's part of the dry ingredients. Okay, yeah. replace the maple syrup; it'll be too soft. And you're going to see how we um, mix these together. Now, you're going to think, "Oh my gosh, there's not enough liquid in here." You should start turning around, turning this around. It's kind of like sand. And then the more you just keep mixing and mixing and mixing and mixing, this will all incorporate into a nice little paste. So. Let me mix this and talk at the same time so we get this all incorporated and it'll end up making a really nice paste here. And if you need to use your hands, you can certainly go ahead and do that. I think I'm going to be fine just mixing these around like this. One thing that you might want to consider doing for the holidays as well is adding a little bit of peppermint extract. If you like that, you know, think of chocolate mint kind of cooking. This would be a perfect recipe to add a little bit of mint extract Mm. to give it that minty flavor for the holidays. So this comes together into pretty much a little bit of a sticky dough here. I don't know how good you can see it, but it's it's almost like firm cookie dough. And now I'm going to take my one tablespoon scooper and just start scooping these balls in my hands. And we're going to drop it into
3: confectioners' sugar. All
2: right. Oh, wow. Okay. See how easy these are to do.
3: I was supposed to make these, everybody, but it's been a crazy two days. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're
2: going me up and not make the cookies this week? <laughs> well, I have to say you're missing out because these are really good. I would suggest that you go ahead and make these for you and Randy yeah. uh, before, before the end of uh, the weekend because okay. they're, they're really good. So, guys, as you can see here, I'm just taking these, making little balls out of them, dipping them in the confection sugar, and then putting them on the tray. Now, once you've finished up your tray, you'll probably get about 20 of these. Just go ahead and, with your palm of your hand, just slightly flatten it down. Ever so slightly. You can see that right there. Yeah. And then you just put these in the oven at 325 for 10 minutes. And that's it. Oh, wow. Just that, 10 minutes. Just 10 minutes. Really now, easy. Easy right. When you take these out of the oven, they're really, really soft. You can't touch them. You're gonna have to take them out of the oven, let them cool completely, and then they'll come off really easy. Okay, but part of that cooking setting process is going to take place after you take them out of the oven. So, with the magic of television, after you take them out of the oven, voila, this is Uh what they look like. Now, I have to admit, there's a smaller plate that I'm sharing here because um, I (laughs) indulged in some of them. They're that good. So, I ate the props. I ate ate the prompts. But I am happy to eat another one right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. They are so amazingly delicious. I, I think it's one of, like, my new favorite cookies here. So, wow. oh, hang on a second. <laughs> there's the phone. There, there's the phone. Somebody's <laughs> already calling and they want some. One of my neighbors <laughs> watching, you know, is, is seeing uh, this. maybe Coco Peru is watching and she's like, oh, my God, God, I want some of those.
3: We need her on the show. I keep telling you that. You Guys, need to do a cooking segment together. I,
2: I would love to, okay.
3: but as you can see, these are
2: really easy to do. Uh, I, I highly recommend you add this to your vegan cooking uh, recipe book, and I'm sure your family and friends are gonna love
3: them. Yeah, how's that? How's every how's life in LA?
2: LA's brewing great, you know, it's uh. Seventy degrees in the middle of December. You can't complain yeah. about that. So Thank you. gonna See have you to really
3: enjoy. Plans for Christmas? Your family coming over?
2: No, we're gonna be
3: COVID COVID
2: lockdown. We're gonna be good. Right. Yeah. So I'll be definitely making some things and reminiscing with some great memories. Steve and I will definitely have some sort of a special dinner, and that'll be really nice.
3: Cool, cool. Well, Thank you for being on the show again. Everybody loves you, by the way. I get it. So many people who reach out to me to say how much they enjoy you. Can you hear me okay? By the way, we we're having some audio problems earlier. I can hear you just fine. And <laughs> yeah, I was able to hear you just fine before. Great. Um, maybe you'll come back next week and do another. Well, I'm here. Why not next next week? Another
2: cookies? Absolutely. Do yeah, it. Right. Awesome.
3: Great to okay, see you, David. Bye.
2: For God's sakes,
3: wash your hands. Ciao. (laughs) Ciao. All right. That was fun. Now I want some cookies. Oh, my goodness. Thank you again, Super Space Cookie. I don't know who you are, except your name is Super Space Cookie, which I love, by the way. Thank you for that donation. <laughs> uh, always good to see David. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely. I think I'm going to have him back next week. Um, we did have a special guest for next week, but she uh, she contacted me <clears throat> last night to say that um, she wasn't feeling well, and and I just want to uh, send out some prayers and heal- healing light to her. So next week, it may just be me and David and you guys, and I might do a whole bunch of sanctuary highlights. I think uh, I think it's time. It's been a while. So it might be a nice break for all of us, and I'll show you guys some animals, and and maybe I can figure out with Tiffany how to bring you guys outside. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, it's, gosh, can you guys believe it's almost Christmas? Last night Hanukkah started. Uh, we're, what, three weeks away from the new year. Uh, 2020 has certainly been an, an interesting year. Uh, my Christmas show. Yes. Next. Yeah. Um, next week is uh, you guys won't see that for next week. We won't be back till, uh, I guess, the second week in January, first week of January. We're off for Christmas and New Year's. And my show happens to fall in between those. And I think Goldilocks Productions is is off for that whole week anyway. So it'll be, um, I'll be able to catch up with some stuff. (laughs) I was, uh, I was telling Tiffany today. uh, This is my first time sitting down in, gosh, in at least forty-eight hours. It's been that crazy here. We've we've done a whole bunch of rescues in the past few days. Um, All pigs, of course. Um, We are implementing um, some really. Big changes at the sanctuary, um, and I'll probably talk about that more next time. Um, we're actually going to be looking for a chairman of the board or chairperson of the board. Um, we're really excited about it. It's going to enable us to really bring the sanctuary, I think, to the next level. Um, typically, um, when when you start a nonprofit or a 501c3, which is a public charity, um, you have to get a board of directors. And it, to start out with, you need your president, your vice president, your board secretary, and a treasurer. And then it's a ton of paperwork. And typically with rescues, um, it's the owners that initially start. So I'm currently the president, Randy's the vice president, our amazing friend Kim is secretary. And I was treasurer. You can do two things. Uh, This year, we did get a treasurer, which she's truly, she's brought the sanctuary to the next level. And it's time for me and Randy to step down from the board and um, let the board be its own entity. Um, And you guys can imagine um, how, what a benefit that would be for everyone involved. It really creates more transparency. It's how... Nonprofit boards operate, um, so we're we're starting to look for a chairperson. We're really excited about it, and it's really um, it's my head spinning a little bit about having to let go of the reins. Uh, I'm one of those control freak kind of people, so uh, but it's needed, uh, and you guys can imagine it's it's uh, you can't do everything, right? I I'm, I'm the executive director here. That's my job. That's what it needs to be. And, and you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to finding a chairperson that is uh, as passionate about the animals as I am. And that's my big challenge for 2021. Um, we hired an amazing um, uh, nonprofit Specialist who's helping us. Um, You guys might remember Dan from Altri Consultants. Consultants. He, um, we hired him uh, this month, and he's helping us out. And he's really going to also help us get to that next level, um, so we can continue rescuing rescuing more animals, um, fulfilling um, all the challenges uh, that are lying ahead of us. Um, we have to build some buildings. Uh, oh yeah, we we had our public hearing on Wednesday, this Wednesday, this past Wednesday, and I just wanted to let everybody know the county, the board commissioners app- approved 100% all of our plans for the sanctuary. We're so excited. It's a big weight off our shoulders. Um, They approved the office build and an outdoor space community garden. Uh, Gosh, we we have these amazing plans and our our GoFundMe, speaking of GoFundMe, um, we have a GoFundMe up that is going, all of that money is being used to bring in these new buildings, bring electric, bring, um, oh my gosh, septic, all that stuff that's kind of behind the scenes. And help us build our our office and like a gift shop and just an area for people to come. We hope to do be able to do vegan weddings, have an outdoor venue. Um, yeah, and it's uh, it's on Charity GoFundMe, which I think you find on regular GoFundMe. Um, I don't know if uh, if Tiffany has the the link. It's uh, CharityGoFundMe dot com slash Little Bear Sanctuary. I'm pretty sure. Don't hold me to it. Uh you can find everything of course on our website at littlebearsanctuary.org. Oh yeah, Wilma. I mean what a relief, right, Wilma? <laughs> Wilma's one of our amazing volunteers. She's watching today. Uh yeah, it's been uh it I actually if you want to watch on closed CCTV, uh you can look up the uh, Charlotte County CCTV and you can actually watch live a uh, taped uh what happened on Wednesday. I literally um I had everybody crying, so it was really good. Um, had to give a little speech and showed a little documentary, I think, that you guys saw probably on the first, first episode here. Um, so it was, um, it was really fantastic to see the support of the commissioners, and, um, and we're really grateful that it went so smoothly. Um, shout out to Elizabeth Nocheck for her amazing support and her help. Uh, getting this done. So yeah, big hurdle it's over with. We're, uh, we're uh, heading into uh, 2021 with some amazing stuff happening. Um, speaking of amazing things, you know, I always tell you guys, if you shop on Amazon list, little bear sanctuary as your Amazon smile account, um, Amazon smile, exactly like Amazon. You have to go to smile.amazon.com. And Here's our, um, that's the link to add Little Bear Sanctuary. It's free for you. And Amazon will donate uh, a percentage of your shopping directly to us here at Little Bear. How great is that? And we also have an Amazon wish list. Uh, Again, all these links are on our website. Um, And our Amazon wish list has, um, if you want to buy directly for our animals, um, we've got stuff on there from... $10 ten dollars and up um, from treats for the piggies to uh, to pig houses you name it it's on there um, we update that monthly so if you want to uh, check that out it's a, it's another great way to support us of course we have our patreon that I talked about earlier um, patreon.com forward slash little bear sanctuary I think everything's the same so uh, you can sp- Also sponsor an animal for $25 a month. That's directly on our website. I think next week what we'll do is, you know, we'll do some sponsor stuff. We'll show some pictures. Like I said, I'll try to get you guys outside and uh, meet the animals in person. It would be really fun if I could do that with you guys. And I think I have a way. I think it'll work. Um, Maybe Tiffany and I can practice one day. (laughs) Uh, What else can I tell you guys? The, you know, again, if you guys are watching, sign into YouTube, hit the subscribe button, like the show, you can follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, you know, follow us, like us, you can't donate, share our posts. It's a great way to um, share us with your friends, your family, um, anybody you're friends with. Uh, Another fun thing to do. Yeah. What else? Oh, yes. I'm I'm going through my notes here. (laughs) Uh, I am now attending Cornell University. I'm getting my certificate in plant-based nutrition. And I thought I would do that since I talked to you guys so much about veganism. I, I really wanted to be able to speak to you more on a, uh, and a better understanding of a plant-based diet and kind of give you, I give you guys um, some really great information on um, some of the statistics, the science behind it Um, really figured, you know, that would be a great way to, to share a lot of information with you. A lot of you guys have questions um, from how much protein should we get all those silly questions. to um, you know, how much does it cost? Is it expensive? What to eat? All that good stuff. So uh, I'm I'm definitely going to be sharing a lot of stuff with you guys over the next few weeks, and it's a it's a six week course. Uh, it's spread out right now, so I think I'll finish sometime at the end of February. Um, the uh, December 15th is the end of my first class, and it's really been fantastic. And uh, it's, again, it's through Cornell University. They have a plant based school. And the instructors are the two doctors who wrote the China study. Um, So they've been truly amazing. I'm so happy to be able to do this. Um, And, uh, yeah, it's exciting stuff. All right, guys, we're almost at the end of the show. So, again, next week, it'll be our, our final show before the Christmas and New Year break. So I think we'll figure out some kind of a Christmas spectacular with the animals. And, and I'm sure David will come back and bake some more vegan cookies. And again, guys, if you have any questions, info at littlebearsanctuary.org. You guys know how to reach out to me. You can reach out to me on Instagram, on Facebook. If you guys have any questions, I'd love to answer them. If there's anybody you want to see on my show, just tell me I'll ask anybody. Again, thanks to Jamie Lynn and David Marcella for for being on the show today. I will see you guys next Friday, same time, same place. And uh, remember, guys, peace begins on your plate. Love you guys. Bye.
1: Don't want the fun to end? Grab more refreshments. Then head over to the Goldilocks Productions YouTube channel. With the huge selection of shows, the fun doesn't have to end.